Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. I can't wait. wait. I'm very excited today. You I are? woke up with a giant spring in my step for today's episode. Uh, really? <laughs> yep. Really? Oh, this is my two favorite people oh. on this planet. Oh, yeah. The other one so, will be here soon, but Lauren's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> oh, that's not her laughing, for sure. Uh, today we have a really exciting, uh, I guess, guest that's going to be here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a guest in your yeah. home and yeah. your podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're changing things up here again at the Campfire Shit Show. And so today we have a uh, near and dear friend to Meryl. Uh, huh. Lauren O'Brien. That seemed like you were like, let's be clear, not to me. Like I Meryl's am not, friend. <laughs> I am not friends with this bitch. I do not know her. All right. Well, no. to you, you yes. know her as a brilliant comedian. She's right here. And a writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep going. And Keep going. Uh, just an overall comedic genius mind. Huh. Yeah. She's also a new mother. Oh. Well, then all of those other things don't even matter. That's they're, true. They're gone. She's mm-hmm. had lots, uh, many, many, and is still having many uh, fun videos and things. That happening. was the worst way to describe what she's doing. <laughs> many, <laughs> many, 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 many fun things. Because you can't say, she does impressions, she does writing, she does stand-up, she mm-hmm. does like sitcom acting. So it's it's all around. It's not one. You can't pigeonhole her, so wow, fuck you for Wow, I'm really her. excited to meet this person who's definitely not sitting right here. The listening. sitcom acting definitely was a leap. You just... You just leveled up my career Thank you. without I actually like, it being true. <laughs> I yeah. like to give people in my mind, you are a sitcom actress. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, if I maybe if I could have that same attitude, then I would be a sitcom actress. <laughs> well, guys, sit back, relax, get ready for international superstar Lauren O'Brien. We'll be right back with you. Woo! Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Okay. Lauren. Hi. Hey. Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've got the fire crackling today yes. on Netflix. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> which what my toes are like going numb. They're so cold. And we have like it's probably fire. because you somehow have your body in this weird contortionism <laughs> thing where you're like, you don't have any blood going to your legs. That's why they're tingling. I don't even understand. Every time you do this thing, you sit on the ground and you wrap yourself in this weird like <laughs> anti-yoga pose. And I'm like, oh, Last, yesterday I got stuck like a, like an arched cat backwards. <laughs> we had to stop recording. Are you kidding yeah, me? For <laughs> 
<laughs> but was like, are you, are you a cat? <laughs> I'm crying laughing because genuinely, right? Like, yeah, it was bad. And then she keeps kicking the leg on the this this table that we have the equipment on, and it's like, okay, stop. You're gonna kick. They're gonna, you know, she's like, sweep the leg, Johnny. You know, it's like some, awful. I had some poo stuck, so I was like scooting my butt oh, across. Poo stuck? <laughs> like a dog. Oh, oh, oh. God, I, we were not with you on that one. Like, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, okay, so Meryl. Thanks to our sponsor, Two Ply Cut Nail Paper Towels. <laughs> I mean, um, Lauren. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. I've only met you once. I know. Doesn't it feel like we've been friends for a long time? Yes. Because you guys are connected by my heart. Meryl has that power. It's like Aww. a friend of Meryl is a friend of mine, and people actually mean it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Except That's true. we should we should have a code for like if someone's not really my friend. That's an awful me. thing yeah. to do, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seems Just like you're, say I. Hate you're you're <laughs> a deceptive person. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a code to tell people who really don't like them, but they don't know about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I am very like lunch table. <laughs> I don't feel like you ever befriend any. Like you'll give everyone a fair shot, but like I don't think you like no. pretend to be friends with someone exactly. if you don't like them. Before we get into this, I wanted to actually ask like you guys have known each other for a long time, yes. but like what was your first impression of Meryl? Oh, it's a good st- tell them how we met. Okay, I, I know, that's exactly how, what I just <laughs> that's, what, that's exactly what I just said, Meryl. We met so I started working at the Wild Note Cafe, which is the restaurant yes. connected to the Belly Up where yes. Meryl worked for 11, 11 years. Short painless years which is a huge it's a legendary music venue mm-hmm. for what like 40 plus years now yeah 1974 yeah um and so i had like previous to that i had worked like office jobs i worked in like a okay. software company sell- okay. like i worked for student loans and i quit my job moved to australia and i came back and i was like i'm just gonna wait tables until i figure out what i want to do sure. in my life yeah um, but then Meryl was like in the corporate side of like she worked for marketing. Mm-hmm. So she was definitely like someone who had like a real job. And then I was like this lowly little server that was Aww. like, oh, if only one day. But wait, I do think it's so funny that Lauren did the thing where she had like a company car, was making great money. And then she quit her job to travel around the world yeah. to like find herself. But then I love that I she admits that yeah, <laughs> she was the one person that like didn't have like a realization, I- nor did she like start a sandal <laughs> company to like help women no. in Ethiopia. <laughs> Like no. she just came back completely broke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. My 401k was emptied. <laughs> I was riding my bike, my, my actually my friend's bike to work. <laughs> I was living on my sister's couch. I love that you like took a chance to like yeah, travel the I was world. Like, this like, is it. Well, I think it, I think that's great because it doesn't always work out the way we exactly. think. And I hate all this bullshit Hallmark stuff. It's like I went, I did it. It changed my whole life. And look at me now. I'm yeah. a millionaire. We no. have a friend that like traveled and she was inspired by the spices to like become yeah. a new nutritionist around the Is world that real? And, for yeah. real. And, and now she's like, she's like a renowned uh, holistic healer like yep and wow. making a lot of money and i was like if she can do it i can do it <laughs> not i was like maybe i'll become a carpenter and then i was yeah no i just came back and just decided to start waiting tables again. you like picturing you like standing on the ocean like thinking about becoming a carpenter makes me, I, I can't even like oh my god so yeah i literally had so I, I was like sitting there i did i sat on the grass in australia i went on this hike and i was like i'm just gonna sit down and just like enjoy the silence and being alone and then all of a sudden i was like what ow 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 i sat into a hill of fire ants <laughs> i'll never forget that i was like thinking about being a carpenter and sat in fire ants and i was like it's a sign it's a sign 
See, I feel like that sums like we can't do stuff like the right that no. that kind of way. Yeah. I would not be the hero of a romantic comedy. Right? No, no, no. No, we would be the anti-romantic yes. comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you came back. You were borrowing your friend's yeah, bike. Yes, so yeah, so I, I was literally like, <laughs> so I rode my bike to the interview, and one of Meryl's colleagues, who was also like a marketing or a booking mm-hmm. person, Chad mm-hmm. was like. Hey, I just saw you on the 101 riding your bike over here. And I was like covered in sweat. I was like, yeah, I'm dedicated. But I was like really nervous to get this job waiting tables right. where I would make like $30 a shift. Um, but when I saw Mara, I was like, oh, man, she's like all cool and like rock and roll. Uh, both. Uh, Someone clearly, thinks I'm cool. Yeah. Clearly you did not. You had some kind of weird goggles on. Well, it was like all of them were just like, wow, they're like really good. And, and then like the second time I saw Mara, she came down and was like oh hey girl and put in her order for like salmon salad yes. or there's definitely a cast system at oh, there, yeah. which i feel like yeah. is a lot of places too but i feel like the day the office daytime people are treated like little kings and queens yes really? and then the rest mm-hmm. are kind of like servants to, yeah to put it like uh-huh. nicely and so like uh, we have free run of like basically any show we want to go to like free food blah, 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 you know so the rest yeah. of it's very like even the lighting people and stuff that are very important and more of a backbone to the venue right. i think than anyone don't are, give a special no, treatment they're like yeah they yeah, worked yeah. back Which in the I office like, and the office was actually elevated yeah. so yeah. you had to like walk <laughs> up the stairs and they had their booking meetings every thursday and i would have to carry in trays and be like can i get you anything else and they would be like <laughs> oh, ah some more dipping sauce please like oh yeah and they're <laughs> the owners were uh, great but they're very like particular and so it's like this has too much like corn blended into it. Like, Are it you gets, serious? Yeah, yeah and I would be like, like as you wish. Yeah, and, like yeah. it is very like <laughs> king and queen. It was definitely like a hierarchy, and I was just like, wow, she's so cool. Because I knew she was like a couple years younger than me, and I was like, oh man, like she's doing it. She's rock and roll, and like oh, she's doing marketing. It's from the East Coast. Meanwhile, I'm like laying on the floor shaking because I'm like de- I'm so upset and dehydrated. And so, yeah. so that was like my first meeting with her. I was very very impressed, and then the second meeting, she came down and ordered a salad from me and was like thanks girl and then she walked away and her dress was tucked into her tights <laughs> and her t- <laughs> bright blue tights right? or something. And her tights had the ass was gone <laughs> like they weren't assless tights they just had worn out and she had no underwear on. and i was like what Dress with the sneakers on too. That's also like You're a like, Meryl. She's like, don't mind that man behind the curtain. <laughs> Wait, there is no curtain. But she wasn't like doing like a Jim Carrey bit where it was like, right. you know, right. she just didn't even know that her she dress. She had no was, idea. Yeah, and, and that I, is the real. Oh Meryl. man, I like fell down laughing, and I told her, and she was like, oh, okay, thank you, and then just kept walking, and I was like, oh my god, she's not even like so cool, but she's like so hilarious, and I just. I don't know that that made me laugh so hard that I was like she doesn't know she doesn't care I don't even know if you fixed it right away no I don't think I did I don't think she, she did she was like I'm owning it oh that happened gosh. to me I was pumping so gas funny. and a woman came up and told me that my butt was showing oh and I'm like God. I'm fine the <laughs> whole ass was gone <laughs> why was she that no I don't know why that was I don't know but it was so funny because it was I mean you if someone did that on purpose you'd yeah. still die laughing but yeah. the fact that she like had no clue, had no clue and, and it okay didn't bother her. she yeah. wasn't embarrassed at all and like I really don't think you fixed it right but I love away. that I went back upstairs I'm like sorry this show is sold out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I continued with my job. Like, yeah, because Meryl was like running this town for, you know, it was like, you couldn't uh, say like Meryl without going Meryl from, from the, the belly, belly up. up. Yeah, which, which was, yeah, it that, drove her crazy. That like twerked my soul yeah, forever and ever. Yeah. And I thought Lauren was so cool because I, because you were doing 
stand up at the point or improv or like <laughs> I think I was doing sketch comedy it was my like very beginning foray into comedy where I was like I'm just gonna do it that was the only realization I had but was like I was I'd always wanted to I was always like a clown but I never like performed yeah. I was yeah. always very scared of performing and also yeah. my parents were like what are you doing wasting your time with that like yeah. you know so get back to serving yeah <laughs> <laughs> do something important uh so yeah so I was like doing and I was like inviting them to shows and oh, Meryl to your yeah and Meryl yeah. and Beth came to the show like a show that was not I was like of all the ones I was pushing it every month I was like putting up my flyer oh, trying to get everybody tell me about yeah it. and she came to the one that was like I didn't have very much of a role and it was yeah. like a she weird like a audience. Oh, <laughs> so, and then like I saw Marilyn Beth walking out, Beth also from the belly up. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was going to ask like right now you dedicating most of your life to, uh, to comedy. Yes. And so can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing in the world of comedy? In the world of comedy right now, I'm doing stand up. Uh, I'm doing sketch comedy, writing and performing. Um, I'm doing like very inconsistent videos on Instagram of like impressions okay, okay. and some characters, yeah. which I want more of every day. I feel like yeah. that should be like, I feel like every day I want an impression video. Here's the, here's the problem. And I think Meryl's right. It was Meryl's suggestion. Cause she kind of told me yesterday, I put one up that was an old one because I was trying to get a new impression of Sarah Jessica Parker up. And my son, who's one years old, keeps interrupting everything I try like every time I try and sit down and create content he's like or he's yeah. literally pulling on my leg and I'm just like all right fine today's is not happening so let me dig into the well and put up right, an old video right. so there's an old video that went up and I think it was my Meryl Streep that you liked mm-hmm. but Meryl like texted me as soon as she saw it on Instagram I was like oh my gosh I have this idea this idea you should do this <laughs> you should do this and and like a true friend Meryl gets like more excited about my stuff than her stuff because it's so Sometimes. freaking good her impressions are like out of this world oh, for real. So I mean it but she was like I was like yeah if Miles would ever give me a break Miles is my son yeah um and so uh, I think I'm going to start embracing it and just like having him scream in the background. Because I said there's lots of moms in Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah. why not have it be like Kylie Jenner? Like I think people would find it hilarious to do the, the celebrity with the baby crying. Yeah, because it's background. all improv. Like I don't write and it's actually really annoying to edit, which you edit yes. the podcast. Yeah. Like, you can probably uh, relate to that. Is like I don't. I don't go in with like, here's the take I'll have and I'll right. say this line. I just start like getting kind of lost in the person yeah. and just improving, improving. And I'll do like five minutes of me just being Meryl Streep and then I'm getting it down to like a 15 second video. So gotcha. it's kind of actually annoying, but I'm like, if I just improv and I just act like my kids in the background being pain in the mm-hmm. ass and that's actually what's happening. So when did you start getting into impressions? So the videos started on Instagram in like 2014, but the reason that that I started doing them is because I had been on the radio in San Diego for like three years and on there I did voices and impressions and like stuff that I didn't think was going to come in handy. Yeah. But it did on the radio. And then like I Instagram, I think this is what happened is Instagram started, they introduced video. So it used to just be pictures. Right. And this is when Vine was still around. Mm. Right. So Instagram was like competing with Vine and I was like, okay, I have no one following me on Vine, but I have like some people on Instagram, but yeah. I never knew like I was, what I was always trying to do is like Twitter, in- Instagram, Facebook always have different stuff. Cause I'm like, why would I hate when people post like the same picture in three places? And you're supposed and to you're like, like it all. Like it in yeah. all three places. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was trying to like differentiate my content. So I was like, sure. oh, what can I do on there? That's like, so I'm like, maybe I just do these like little snippets. I think it used to be like 15 seconds or something mm. you could do on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So I started doing like I did a snippet of Drew Barrymore driving. Yeah. And I was just like, I, I just filmed it. Like I was just I had the little thing that I usually keep my phone in for directions. And yeah. I just flipped the camera around and I was like just driving around with a hat on being like, oh, gosh, why is everyone yelling at me? And then I just <laughs> kept going for like. 15 minutes while I was sitting in traffic and then afterwards I'm really hard on myself but like afterwards I watched it and was laughing out loud and I was like, like I, did this. I find myself funny which I never I'm always like yeah. Ugh, and I get like the <laughs> dork chills sure sure <laughs> I'm like then this is this is probably something so I, li- I like the idea of dork chills oh uh, god I hate that yeah. Where you're like, I, sh- I should pro- other people get that for me, but I feel like I don't have. Uh, so <laughs> I'm constantly embarrassed for you. Yeah, yeah. You are, and I don't think I've ever had dork chills. Have you ever heard like your own voice on so- like a recording and been like, I hate my voice. No, I turned it up to like 30. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you so noticed this, but we do a podcast. We have to listen to our voices over and well, over. Well, yeah, no, but I was on the radio and I would hear bits oh. and be like, <laughs> really? Yeah. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like think weird. I don't think many people love their voice. Yeah, but I got like except for Meryl. I got very like, usually when I watch my own stuff back, I need like a buffer of when it happened versus when I'm able to watch it. Yeah. I'm, like, too embarrassed. And like, cause you really, someone said this once before, it's never as bad as you thought it was. And it's never as good as you thought it was. Yeah. yeah. A live performance. Oh, I love that. So like you kind of go off of the way that it, like if you feel horrible about it, if you probably just wait a day and then watch it, you'll be like, Oh, that wasn't as bad as I so like bad. once yeah. that like feeling of like, Oh my God, I just bombed wears off. But on the opposite, if you're like, oh, my God, I killed, I fucking crushed it. And then you watch the video and you're like, you find all the mistakes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. So it's best. I feel like this is why I never tape any of my sets, which is a bad idea. But just like, I'm just going to remember how it was. And then I'm going to shed that. And I'm just going to always just try to keep doing are that. You, are you, is that like your um, your expectation in that moment is so like. Like, is it too high? Yeah, I do. I, I'm so you'd rather just not have it at all so you can remember it the way you'd like to remember yeah, it as exactly. opposed to the way it could have been. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, because I'll always, I'll never, I'm never like meeting my own expectations. I'm yeah. always falling short of them. So where are you currently living? Are you in L.A.? I am in L.A., yeah. Well, I'm in like a temporary situation where I'm moving back to L.A. next okay. month. So I'm technically right now living in Carlsbad. So you, so you start doing impressions. Mm-hmm. You're in improv. Mm-hmm. You're doing comedy. You're on radio. You're yeah. doing YouTube and, and Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. At what point do you go, okay, this is now a, a moment where I need to leave this space to go be the next thing that I'm going to be and use all of those things? Um. Well, it was kind of like... It happened very like happenstance, just luck because the video I do, I was doing these Instagram videos and they were gaining a little bit of heat. Yeah. And then it was really strange because like a friend of ours, Jesse Egan, who it's his birthday today. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday, Um, It won't be when this comes out. (laughs) But a friend of ours, also another comedian, he like took one of my Instagram videos and shared it on Facebook, which I didn't even know you could do that. Mm. I'm so like technically bad with that stuff. He shared it. My mom is friends with Jesse on Facebook. And so she's like, where is this? Where is this? I'm not on Instagram. (laughs) How do I see this stuff? And then like... I think another one of the videos, like one of my aunts shared or something. And she's like, what's this Instagram thing? And rather than my mom ever get an Instagram account, I was like, no, 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 no. I'll just put it all on YouTube and I'll share that link on Facebook. Because my mom's very like, I want to share it. I want to be in on it. And so I was like, (laughs) I'll just take, I think I had done like 
10 or 12 impressions yeah. oh, at that that's point. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, this. so yeah. I was just like, I'll just take all of them, string it together for one video, and then yeah. my mom can share it. Because yeah. I just, I was like, the thought of her getting on Instagram and just like being right. in that yes, world, yeah. I was like, I don't want her anywhere near it. Right. So it was a total fluke that I strung them together, put it on there, and then it got picked up and went viral, which, like, you can never plan viral. Anyone that tries to be like, I'm going to make a viral video is the stupidest. So it was. So I think it went from, was there someone, like, some e-card or something shared it? Yeah, it was, what? like, some e-cards. Yeah. You know that yeah. site? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, e-bombs world, and then BuzzFeed. It was, like... I think it was kind of like a time like now where like it was bad news, bad news every day. And then it was like something like something funny, funny popped up. Yeah. And it, to me, I'm still even like it wasn't even like it was that funny. It was very strange that it caught it. Just you can never explain it. And I think yeah. someone put it on Reddit. And I think when you put it on Reddit, stuff just like. And then it was up. insane. Then well, wasn't it on like Good Morning America? Yeah, it went like, from like zero to 60 yes. very quickly. And the very strange thing was like I was on a plane headed back to New Jersey to help my parents move out of their house that they lived in for like 25 years. So I went I from like I that. flew out of L.A. And it, I was like, dude, this video is at like 50,000 views. This is crazy. Yeah. And then I got off the plane and I had 400 new messages on my email. So it was like a five hour flight. 400 new messages like. Ellen's producer had emailed me. Agents were emailing me. And I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what happened? And then we checked in on it and it was at like 500,000 views. And we were like losing our minds that it was even that much. How awesome. Yeah. And then it just kept climbing. And I'm in New York, like on the subway, trying to talk to Ellen's producer and then being like, I'm losing you. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> we were meeting family members and like my, it was my husband's cousins and stuff and they were like it's up to one million and everyone was i was like watching it like a stocks out. like i was like like like, like the stocks like, yeah. yeah it would hit like 1.2 million and I'd oh be my like gosh ringing a bell or something it like was that. crazy and then someone was like oh man you monetized it right and i was like oh what <laughs> oh. so i think it had gotten to four million before i even turned on monetization Money. yeah and then it hit now it's at like it's been it's remained at it's at six million now six point something yeah but it remained at six million for like three or four years what kind of money did you get in in a sense is remember. it a lot of money i don't even remember. know when you i think i YouTube made video. money in the hundreds but i think if i had had it monetized from the start i could have made money in the thousands gotcha but i think more it's like an algorithm with those ads it's mm -hmm. like the more targeted your audience is yeah the more they can put like oh you have like men from 18 to 25 that follow you we'll do these types of but i think right. my audience was so broad that yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't targeted enough for it's me like 12 year old like, boys and like 80 year old women. Yeah, and, totally. And it was all some, across yeah. and it was all different country. It was just like across the board. What was like, what you think the most surprising where like who shared it or I think when it made it like, especially it all kind of came back around because the Australians apparently love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were already there, the and you had sat in their firing. <laughs> yeah, and, and so. I had worked for News Corps, which is like a division as a Rupert Murdoch company, and they have like tons of divisions over there. But like yeah. one of the the reporters that picked it up worked for them, and like wow. and like and he's like, let me know when anything else that you do comes out, and I want to share it. And like they they share like every new video that I put out. It's so weird. Aww. So that was kind of weird that I was like, oh my gosh, you came full circle. In being in Australia. So yeah. at yeah. that point, it must have gotten really like the, it amps up to a degree yeah. that you're like well now i have to fucking be a thing and yeah it's definitely like i'm gonna like ink this deal and you know she yeah had everyone it came calling. it came from like so i'll never forget because i like i said i was back east helping my parents um and i was on the 95 freeway yeah. and i got an email from sharon jackson and she was like hi lauren i'm a partner at william morris 
Uh, I represent clients such as Fred Armisen, Amy Poehler. And I, like, as soon as I read Amy Poehler's name, my like tears just streamed down my eyes. And I was like, it's happening. Yeah. Like, this is the moment. The yeah. years of me like, like trying to like put it in, like it's, ha- it's happening. And yeah. I, I was just like, I had this like aha moment where like, I felt like a loser for five years. I cashed in my 401k and like, yeah. finally it's paying off. And like, Oh my God, I can't, this must be what it feels like. And, um, like for a little bit of a, of a whirlwind there, it was like, okay, I'm on the East coast. I'll meet you as soon as I, I come back in. I happened to have the meeting with William Morris on my birthday um, and they somehow knew. I don't know if they like found wow. me on Facebook or whatever, but they had like sprinkles cupcakes. <laughs> this is like out of a movie. For me. So it was like crazy. Yeah, because I went to the building and I walk and like Kevin Bacon's in the elevator with me. And I'm like, oh I mean, gosh. I mean, honestly, Kevin Bacon is in the elevator with somebody yeah. Yeah. at yeah. least six degrees <laughs> yeah. removed from you at all times. Yeah. She is the degree. But I was like, <laughs> I am like. It was really, it was like bizarre because I'm like, I'm in the elevator with him and I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. And I'm, my heart is like racing. I don't know what to expect. And I go up and it's like all white. Like people. I would just expect that. I would just expect that. A in, lot in. of that too. But it looked like almost like Heathrow Airport or something. It was like everything was white and all the uh, agents had like glass offices, okay. you know? And there was like b- these two drop dead gorgeous like receptionist that were like hello welcome to my William Morris like <laughs> you know it just felt like a mo- like it, it yeah. definitely felt like a movie and I see like Seth MacFarlane just stand like it was a lot of celebrities just standing around in the lobby it's like a dream su- <laughs> sequence it was like, so weird it's like it's like a movie that has like too many cameos yeah, yeah. where it's like yeah. that guy's in this too yeah, right it was, and I was, and I heard him be like, hey, and I was like, oh <laughs> my god, like it was, and I was like, I do a Lois, like I, I yeah, it was, like, Hello. oh my, god. but my heart was, and I, I definitely was like, I had, I still had that like imposter syndrome where I'm like, I don't belong here, of yeah, course, of course, of course, yeah, and like, but, but yeah, I walked into the meeting, they were like, Sharon, we'll see you now, and then the assistant, like they're, they're like, everyone's been talking about your video, and I was like. What is happening? Like, I felt like I was in the Truman Show because it very sure. much felt like... Everything is working in your favor. Like Everyone yeah. knows yeah. you. Yeah, this is too easy. Yeah. Like, this is so, so, you know, then when I walked in the room, they had the Sprinkles Cupcakes and they're like, hello. And there was like seven agents all sitting around. Amy Poehler's book was like strategically placed on the table. And I was just like... With your face cut out and put <laughs> yeah. onto it. Like, get ready. Like, yeah. She'll be dead next year. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it was just... Yeah, they were. They were like... And they did... They simultaneously lit up and then looked me up and down like, this won't do. Like, they definitely... Really? Yeah, they definitely... Because I walked in with a very... It was a very Merrill dress. It was very colorful. <laughs> I'm a natural blonde, but at the time, my hair was like long and brown and kind of like out of control. Okay. And I had cowboy boots on and they felt like... They were like... Okay, we're gonna have to oh, revamp yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, cowboy. We yeah. need a. We definitely need like a clean slate, but very workable. Because what's cute for here in San Diego is like laughable in yeah. LA. I it was like. very like I was very like bold and like oh wait, it's my big meeting. Yeah, oh. yeah, I know. Oh my god, the fact thinking back to us or to like wearing cowboy boots uh, to a, a William Morris meeting isn't yeah. that? Yeah, and then there was like, holes in them because I got them from a thrift store and they were cracked in the back. Like, ugh. When I look back, I'm like, well, of course you look like an idiot. <laughs> but they were, they were like, so tell us everything. And I told them how I like came from San Diego, and my agent, who ended up being my agent, was like, okay, stop. So you're 23, and at the time I was at least 10 years older than that. And I was like, ah! <laughs> she looked at me dead serious and was like, you're 23, 
like, like start oh it gosh. like no 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 we're we're doing like you're 23 you're gonna be 23 you just got off the bus she was like i want you to go on imdb and delete all your credits <gasps> like she wanted me to be like you're a blank slate we found you we're molding you like oh my god i had been with a small agency at the time and she was like bye sorry and like all the calls were streaming through them like everything was like they definitely were like we're taking over from here like good job but like we're gonna revamp. and she made me like cut my hair and was like when you start dressing and going to your meetings think olivia wilde goes to the beach and i was like what does that even mean <laughs> she was like not you know bathing suit obviously but like what would she wear over so she went a very like flowy mm. neutral mm-hmm. like ripped jeans like it was very, it was bizarre. So I went on all these, they sent me out on like all these meetings, like Adam Sandler's production. I was with like Happy Madison and like Sony and ABC and NBC, all these meetings. It was like a whining and dining. And you can't get get much more like backed, I think, in your career than having like them represent yeah. you. Like with, I mean, her list of like, it was very, it was several people who were active in S like who were on SNL or had been on SNL. And the first thing she said when we sat down, she was like, so has Lauren called you as in Lauren Lauren Michaels? Michaels. And I was like, no. And she goes, don't worry, we'll change that. So I'm like, what? So you think like when someone's like that is saying it, I'm like, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, we'll change that. So she sent me in all these meetings are called generals where you just meet with people and they're like, what's your story? So I had to repeat and they're, they're doing it as like a favor to her because they've, these relationships but really i don't think anyone saw like these film production companies i think they were like so do you have a script or what are you doing here you know and at that point they were they were open to putting you on anything like voiceovers they wanted me to be what they called like a multi-hyphenate so they represented me for voiceover literary uh commercial theatrical it was like we think you're going to be like a... All of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a, you know, because I, at the time, like Chelsea Peretti was definitely my, like, she's who I was aspiring to be like, because it was like, she was a stand-up. She was also writing on Parks and Rec. She was also acting. Like, she was doing all the, you know, and she was still like producing shows in New York. So I was like, and just so happened that the agent that signed me represented Chelsea Peretti or, and Jenny Slate. So I was like, those were two people that I was like, Yeah. yeah, I was looking at them and Jenny Slate had been on SNL and, she was writing and acting all this stuff. So I was like, those were like the two people I was looking at that was like, and I'm like, of course you represent both of them. So it was kind of like, we'll make all your dreams come true if you just do what we say. And, and so you did it. Yeah, I did of it. Of course. And they, you know, I think it was like, it was one of those things where the internet moves so fast. Like cause yeah. even Ellen's producers dropped out because it was like, and they asked for, they, this kind of sucks because they asked for exclusivity. So they asked me not to do any like, they were like, don't go on Good Morning America. Uh, why don't would you go do, on all yeah, these like affiliates see, because you got to be like, we wanted. They want ex- you. Ellen found yeah. you. Mm-hmm. You're only Ellen's. Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted to, they were trying to figure out what to do with me. They were like, we want to, we already had Kate McKinnon come on and do an Ellen Impressions. We can't do that. So maybe what we'll have you do, she's never done this before. We'll do stand up and then you'll come back to the couch and it'll be very reminiscent of Johnny Cat or Johnny, uh, Johnny Carson. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Cat. Yeah, but they're like, we'll do that. Or, and I was like, well, I looked at like who their upcoming guests were and I was like, you're having Lisa Kudrow on? Like, what if I do a Lisa Kudrow impression? Or like, what if I, like, what if we just replicate what we did and I just sit in a car and I'll do it, like, let's do something. And it was just, it it happened like over Thanksgiving break that the video went viral. So they kind of like, by the time they were like sorting out what we'll do, it was like a cat video came up and they were like, oh, sorry. (laughs) We booked the cat. Yeah, they were like, I think we've moved on. And I was, they were like, but you can go do any other show you want to now. You got bumped for like a cat playing the piano or something. Oh my God, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And so I had said no to all these people and like, 
what's that one like talk show with like Sarah Gilbert? It was like The View? Not The, the View, but like The oh, View. Oh, like the... Something like, yeah. I'd said no to a bunch of people because I was like, well, I want... Like Ellen's like the Holy Grail, so I want to be... Right. I want to do that. So right. like it was like by the time they lifted the exclusivity, like 10 days had gone by and I was like, well, nobody gives shit now. Nobody wants to interview, you know? Right. So. It is such like, you know, strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. And, and, and it's not hot long no. in that world. No. In that world viral. Especially yeah. th- that was at a time when people were using the word viral like everybody wanted to do yeah. it and was going to be able mm-hmm. to do it by just saying, I want to make this viral. Yeah. It's like... You can't th- make it. You don't really hear yeah. that anymore. I know. You don't. But yeah. there was a time when people were like, how do we make this go viral? Oh we're gosh. an ice cream company and we yeah. just... It's like, no, 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 no. You're missing the point. Yeah. Well, that Nobody was the- can even understand why something goes viral. It yeah. just does. Right. And I, when I met with... Like when I met with networks, like casting within networks, they definitely were like, so how did you do it? Like I felt like they were and they would all sit around looking at me and they wanted to know how because they were like, we haven't cracked the code. We need to like because there was a period where they were also signing all like Vine stars. Yeah. You know, they were just signing them on to shows to be like, they'll bring all their followers with them. And then I think they realize like, oh, these people can't necessarily act or carry a show or they're not easy to work with. So they were definitely like, how'd you do it? And like, I'm like, I don't didn't do it on purpose, you know. So I think there is definitely like a let's capture this. So long story short, I think WME was like I signed with them. William Morris Endeavors is WME. Like I signed with them and I think they were like. Let's just hope she gets on SNL and then we'll be with her the entirety of her career and she'll get movie deals out of it and she'll get this out of it and she'll become the next like Amy Poehler and we'll be there from the the ground floor and make all this money off of her. Didn't happen. It didn't like they signed me in December. SNL usually hires people like July, August. By October, they dropped me. They were like, sorry. And remember, didn't you find out by like you went to the website? This makes me, this hurts my heart. And you don't have to tell it if you don't what want the, to. The, I had how, an SNL audition? Or no, how you knew that you weren't on WME. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Well, and, two things. I yeah. found out that SNL wanted me to do a showcase. And my managers and agents, I guess, or mainly my manager was like, I don't think she's ready. Let's Isn't wait that for crazy? So they were asking season. to see oh. her. Yeah. And she got like guided down the wrong path. So then when like, I found out, yeah. And then when I found out they wanted to see me, I'm like, I don't care. I want to do it. And they were like, ooh, it happened two nights ago. And I was, because this was only the showcase to then be asked to. It wasn't like an audition to, thir- you know, at 30 right. Rock. But it was right. like the first step. And they were like, I don't think, let's, let's come back around next season. Um, but then like, I think I was changing my IMDb credits or something. I went on IMDb and WME, they used to be there for like across the board. It was like voiceover, you know, all this stuff. And they just weren't there anymore. And I was like, huh? So then I called my manager and I was like, they're not on my IMDb page anymore. And they were like, uh, can we call you later? And I was like, well, it's actually my anniversary today. So I'm going out to dinner and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call you tomorrow. We'll call you tomorrow. And then they they had like a conference called me and they were like, yeah, unfortunately. So they never even told me that they dropped me. They just literally dropped me off of their IMDb. Jesus. And then she went to like the agency roster and it was like Amy Poehler, like all yeah. the names still. And then like her all name the names were still like, there, but I was gone and they unfollowed me on social media. It was just cold blooded. It was yeah. very cold blooded. And then I waited like two or three years and I wrote, she's a very high profile person. I guess she doesn't have time for me, but like I wrote her and I was just like, I just wanted to like get something off of my chest and like, I know it's just money and I'm sure it was bottom line, but I had heard a rumor that like 
because you thought I said no to SNL that that's why you dropped me. And I just wanted to clear the air that like I never did that because I don't. It's a small town and you don't want her to be like oh being this girl. Like, no, like, she thinks she's better than this. Like don't right, you know? So, right. uh, but I never heard from her. So, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? What? Okay, so I can only imagine because I know whenever there, I pitched some ideas to like Nickelodeon for cartoon shows and other ideas just to clients that are big. We, uh, my business partner and I uh, before have had pitches to uh, discovery channel mm-hmm. where people in the room are almost, almost like, Oh my gosh, this is perfect. Yeah. And there uh-huh. was a line that I used to, uh, use, which was in every meeting, this is what they would say. We love it. It's perfect. We'll pass. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what, 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 right. what, what do you mean? And they'd all tell you like, get ready. You're going to be rich. You're yeah. going to be famous. Here's your, you know, here's your rich and famous contract uh-huh. kind of thing. And then nothing. Yeah. Or they turn to someone and go, you know who would love this? Bill. We got to get this in front of Bill. Yeah. You know what? Uh, Sarah, get this in front of Bill. You guys get ready. Mm-hmm. You are going to make it. And yeah. then you never hear anything again. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I know in those moments, like for me, uh, the Nickelodeon pitch was a little less like that. It was like, hey, we love your idea, but change it. Okay, yeah. we change it. We, right. Okay, we like it, but we're not sure if it's going to fit. Okay, yeah. change it. And in the end, it was like, we're just not going to go with it, which is mm-hmm. fine. That happens all You'd the time. You'd rather hear right. than not, yeah. But after that, the realization that this isn't happening, after all this time of thinking that it could happen, yeah. like, what would my life be if? Uh-huh. Did you go through a, a, a moment of depression or were oh, yeah. you like super like? Yeah, and I kept like the what ifs and like the if only I had, I just wish. And I kept blaming it and it took like probably like two years to shed that of like, and like blaming everything that fell apart, being like, it was their fault. They dropped me. And right. like, then they made me drop my other agent. They made me cut my hair. <laughs> like it was definitely very like yeah. in all this because I mean, Meryl knows it was like, you know, I just felt very, felt very lifted up obviously. Yeah. And then just completely discarded for no reason, which that's just, that's what I've learned that the hardest part of like the, auditioning and the pitching process is is like you don't hear no you just don't hear it's like yeah yeah. it's gotta be tough you hear yes if it happens but you just you never hear like it well we we just went this other direction or you just are like you just get ghosted like time and time again or you just like you can't guess like oh man like i like it's fine when they finally tell me, then I know it's definitely not happening. You're yeah. just like, and it's not necessarily that they went with someone else. It's like sometimes a project doesn't happen, or right. sometimes everyone goes full in saying this is happening. Let's go, 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 yeah. and then up. Oh, actually, we we killed the project. So all that work, yeah. all those people's expectations, mm-hmm. all gone, and we don't yeah. need to tell tell you anything. Yeah, and I feel like once you have it happen a couple times, then you can go into a new situation, and you have those like sure you have those blinders off and you're like, now I very much, I'm like, eh, we'll see. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, a yeah. very, now it's the other side of the coin. Instead of being it's, like wide eyed, this is happening. It's more jaded. Like, eh, not until the contract is signed. And I think you've learned to yeah. take matters into your own hands and yeah. like not let anyone else, like you make your own showcase, yeah. you make your own videos. Like yeah. Writing. I very much was like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I was like, I was listening to some creative direction that didn't match my sense of humor and my like sensibilities, but I was like, whatever, they know what they're talking Mm -hmm. about. And now I finally am like, fuck it. If I think it's funny, then that's what I'm putting out there. And you can only, otherwise I think you'll go crazy, like creating stuff that you don't like. I don't know. I know plenty of artists because I'm in the art field, but I know plenty of artists that are creating things that they don't necessarily love. Uh, They're not passionate about, but because it's what people want Mm -hmm. or what people are telling them that people want. Yeah. And in the end, if that thing doesn't sell, it's like, well, now I just 
spent all this time making a thing I don't even like. Totally. Because you told me it's what everyone wants and nobody wants it. Totally. It, like, it drives you fucking yeah, bonkers. Mm-hmm. It does because you're like, all that time and effort, I could have been creating the stuff I actually like. Yeah. And I would have at least had, if nothing came of it, at least I had fun doing it. Yeah. Or I enjoyed doing it. Were you, um, like, throughout this whole thing, uh, were you in a relationship? I was. I was okay. married the whole time, I think. Yeah. Okay. So what was he thinking? Like, what was his response? Like, he was definitely like, okay, so when we left... LA and flew into New York. Like when we landed, he was like, remember when we left LA and you weren't famous and then we landed <laughs> and you were like, yeah. he was, vi- and you know, and then like my, for my birthday, it was really cute. Like, cause all like Buzzfeed and time and like random places picked up the article and they were all taking different screenshots of the viral video and yeah. being like woman, lady, Lord, but like <laughs> female comedian, like everyone had a different headline that they yeah. were calling it. And he seemed to curate like all of them and made this like poster board uh. birthday card for me. So he was just like, go, go, go the whole time. He was like, this is crazy. This is happening. And then he's had to pretty much be my therapist with like a, yeah. okay, well you tend to use, situations like this to put a fire under your butt and prove people wrong so like do that how long ago was this whole ordeal this happened so the video went viral in november of 2014 um and then they signed me december 2014 so like all the general meetings were happening almost exactly like three years ago today and then they had me until october of 2015 and then 2016 was a dark year yeah. So I think I got bored and got pregnant. <laughs> I was, well, no, uh, yeah, I was gonna say you, you you were focused on other things. That <laughs> well, I think I was just bored depressed. and pregnant. That's our new show. I no, know. I really, I think I was just like whatever. It doesn't matter. And probably feeling kind of lost because also yeah. you had people watching you and waiting for you on like the radio show that you were on, and then yeah. also the thing. So everyone's like, where are you gonna be? Like, yeah, yeah like, totally. And so I think, I, think yeah. I was just like, might as well just be a mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then and then you've picked up making videos a lot again. I think like it, yeah, it just I got, came back. yeah I got back into it so yeah I had my son in September 2016 he was born and then I feel like I didn't like see the outside world until 2017 after that and what was the, yeah. f- the Fandango thing wasn't that early? oh was yeah that? I did some stuff with like Fandango called miscast where they do like you've seen it on SNL too it's like they have auditions for things that everybody knew, like Star Wars they're like what right. would it have been like if Angelina Jolie auditioned for it. So I did like a series. There was definitely a, I can say a curse word. Yes. There's definitely like a shit ton of stuff that came out of that and continues to come out of that video. Yeah. It's, it's, it feels slightly lateral and not like it's going, but that's all I really like. I just want to be a working comedian or working actor. I really don't care at all about like notoriety or anything. It's just that I don't want to go back to (laughs) working in a cubicle like I did for a long time. And you love doing it. Yeah. I I genuinely like my husband is very lucky in that I asked (laughs) him, I was like, have you ever not wanted to go to work? He's like, no. And he's been doing this for 15 years. He's been a musician. And I'm like, so you don't ever like dread it. You're never like, oh, I got to go do this. He's like, no. And I'm like, what a great life. Yeah, I was going to say. That must be the best feeling. Because I used to like, if I had like a shift at night where I was waiting tables, it would be like my whole, it would be a damper on my day to be like, Mm. ugh. This lunch is great, but I have to work tonight, you know, and like, I don't, I could be like swimming in gold and I'd be like, I'm bored. Like, yeah, like, like, I, I can't think of one thing where I like, what are you, Scrooge McDuck? What yeah. is this? And then, uh, 
when was the funnier die video because oh yeah the funnier die video oh gosh i can't remember maybe 2015 or early 2016 okay because lauren was in a great funnier die video yeah that was that was definitely like that was like a straight up acting video that Mm -hmm. i got to do um because i met that was one of the you know a lot of things came like i went on these general meetings i went on dozens of general meetings um when i signed with wme and some of them actually kept contact with me and you know they reach out and like I've heard this phrase too. Yesterday's work is tomorrow's paycheck. It's mm-hmm. like if you are a nice person and yeah. you have a strong work ethic yeah. and people gen like they like what you do, then you're going to come up for something that someone thinks of. They might think of it in seven years from now. Sure. So I think that's the only thing you can do is just like keep your head down or not your head down, but like. I always try to think of the end, my, like what's my end game. And I mean that in my life. Yeah. Like, right. If I'm an asshole over and over again, and I am sometimes, but it's like, <laughs> but you want to think about like, how do you treat people? Because yeah. they're going to remember that and go, these guys were really easy to work totally. with. Or this, this dude was like really funny and charming and didn't fucking sexually harass me. Right, I right. want to work with that guy, yeah. you know? And that's really important. And it sounds yeah. like that's continuing with you. Yeah. It's easy to like lose focus and lose sight of that and be like, well, I didn't get on SNL. So what was the point of all of it? But it's right. like, well, I, I met a lot of great people. I've like from the, and the viral video, the impressions video, then it's like, I was on this show with Dana Carvey called first impressions. I got, I got thought of yeah. to audition for that. Yeah. No, I still had to audition. They weren't just like, we saw your video. Come on on. So like I got thought of and called in by casting because they saw that video. Yeah. I've been like contacted about a couple things because they've seen that video and they're like, we'd like to have you come in. And I've gotten like several paychecks out of it. When I worked on first impressions, I met Freddie Prince jr. Who was the host of the show. And I've since done a couple of random things with him where he's like, I, you were really nice to work with. And I really like, enjoyed your impressions i also got to meet his wife sarah michelle geller i know which is so funny like a beautiful looking teenager if you're like us and like a a girl in her 30s and like sarah michelle geller is like your like are they still together they're still together they're adorable and like i like when i met i didn't know freddie prince jr was gonna be the host of first impressions so like when i saw him i was like what (laughs) (laughs) random and i don't think he was acting anymore or anything so it was like random but i wasn't like But then when he was like, oh, like I did this thing a couple months ago with him, um, this like superhero thing. And he was like, oh, Sarah's here. Uh, oh, let me introduce you. My heart was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, like Buffy. You know, I just yeah. So then I met her and I was like, she was wearing no makeup and was like, she looked like she was like 18. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> what about have you gotten like hit on a lot by like casting directors or any kind of weird like what? stuff like that? I like when I was doing just weird projects that I was submitting myself for when I was living in San Diego and driving up for auditions, I had a lot of like really creepy stuff go down and like definitely like spidey senses where I'm like, where is this audition? It's in like someone's house or like a warehouse. There's definitely been auditions where like I drove all the way up from San Diego, saw where it was and I was like, nah, I'm not going in there. Yeah. Um, But since I've like had representation and like not really or have, have they asked you to like change your looks a lot like, no no that's i haven't good. gotten that's a lot of like because well, we're gonna ask you to change your look <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm Just sure there's podcast. been like things that i've been <laughs> passed over for where they're like oh, yeah. she's a little too chunky like for stuff real like that. oh i'm and sure says, oh my gosh that's i'm cute. sure and like th- that's the funny thing too is like okay so nothing was happening for a while i got pregnant and then it seemed like as soon as i got pregnant my auditions like shot up again and i was like fuck yeah. so i just didn't tell anyone i didn't right, tell my manager right. i was just like i'm still gonna go out you walking like i'm 23 and i'm definitely not yeah, pregnant. yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i was just wearing baggy clothes but it's like 
at a certain point, it's the camera to show. doesn't like the camera's not very forgiving. The camera definitely, it absolutely, the adds camera adds a couple nine months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the camera adds, it adds another person. Adds some, <laughs> some chromosomes. Yeah. But I thought I was like fooling. You know, I was like, oh, what? My arms are still skinny. You know, but I'm like, I'm yeah. sure there were things like because I auditioned for Mad TV at six months pregnant, and I didn't tell anyone. Oh man. You know, and I, I'm sure that they were like, something's mm, weird here. Yeah, she's a little bit. You know, like I'm sure (laughs) you get that call. It's like, you're perfect for the job. We'd like to offer it to you. Just wanted to know, how do you feel about abortion? Yeah. (laughs) At six months. (laughs) My whole thing was like, because I auditioned for Mad TV and I was six months pregnant and I thought I was hiding it. I was like, so here's the thing. I'm going to get them to offer me a contract and then I'm going to be like, bam. I'm going to be like, work it in or you're going to have a huge lawsuit (laughs) and a media shit storm on your hands. Like I had it all planned out because I was like, man. At that time, I was having a hard time. I thought I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I'll do all those like BuzzFeed videos that are like, you might be pregnant. If. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I thought like a whole new crop of auditions and opportunities were going to come yeah. along. And then they were like, mm, we generally use like a prosthetic belly. And if oh. someone's too far along, we don't really like them to be on set for liability. So I'm like, <laughs> man, what was the point of all this? Yeah. <laughs> what did I have? She yeah. looks at her baby every day like, why did I have you? If you're not <laughs> you were supposed to be a punchline. <laughs> but then I was going to say that. <laughs> I think marriage. I think my parents said that too. Yeah, yeah you are the punchline. Yeah. Like, uh, I think marriage and babyhood have helped, at least you're, you're not helped, but provided a lot of material for your stand-up. Yeah. So I think that now... Like, I was forced to, and that's the that was actually the really good thing. I was so fucking sick of my jokes. Like, so... And I would be like, you loser, why are you still telling this joke from when you first started? <laughs> but I was just... I was like, it's just too easy to get a, an easy laugh yeah, out of it. People like, still love it. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. so I didn't want to drop it. And then I had a lot I, of stuff I, about not wanting to have a kids, and I was like, eh, I'll be too disingenuous. I'm like, that's not me anymore. So I had to drop it and write new stuff, and it was, yeah. like, the best thing. I think that's got to be hard. Like, I think about that with comedians like they're funny that this material's funny but they've had to repeat it thousands oh, of times yeah. and i'm like i bet oasis doesn't want to sing wonderwall well that's you know the difference I mean? between music and comedy it's like yeah. music people are like play this one play this one and comedy they're like i already heard it yeah. what's funny is i was at a brian regan uh concert so, so good so he was just one of the best and somebody goes do the pop tart uh, and it's like are you kidding people me are shouting right. out why are like, you what like you know how it ends. Yeah, you already know the story. Uh, that's so annoying. I think that would be so annoying. I think and so too. And he's so nice. Like, he, he, and you can't. He kind of did it a little yeah, bit, I'm but sure. but also he's, gave them shit. Yeah, like, he's witty enough to be yeah, like, he's so good. Yeah, I'll I'll heck I'll I'll tell you you're a giant pain in the ass, yeah. but fine, I'll do, do it. Do you have a favorite comedian? He is one of my favorites. Seinfeld is still one of my favorites. Ellen, back in the day, I mean, I don't know when the last time she did a stand up yeah. set, but um. But yeah, I actually, it's weird because I tend to like clean comics, even though I'm Me not too. clean, because I find that they've got, they're, they're like working a little bit harder. Too. I oh, feel like it's way harder to have a, a really great set mm-hmm. that's completely clean. Yeah. And then you don't leave there being like, that was all good, clean fun. No. Like it's, it's like him and Gaffigan both do a really good exactly. job of keeping it clean and also keeping it. But uh, you're relatable. an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still adult material, but you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize yeah. he didn't say fuck or shit yeah. or... Gavkin like, could easily be like, I'm fucking fat, yeah, but he doesn't, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm like, I yeah. definitely leave, and I, I tend to just go towards like sex stuff because it's funny to me. Yeah, but sex I'm like, is funny to you? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. It is, which would probably explain that'd be, that'd my be sex great. life. It'd be great if you just are <laughs> laughing the entire what? time. Every time you have sex. Oh, like, man. <laughs> Does Matt ever ask you to do impressions like like that he's about to sleep with? Uh, no, but I you do know that one story of when I tried to, to be a French maid. Wait, I forget. Tell it again. I forget. Wait a second. <laughs> there is a story where you acted as a French maid. I forget it. For yeah. your husband. Yeah. Okay. So it was like our anniversary or something. And Meryl actually had gotten us a I think it was for our wedding. You got us a gift certificate to like bedandbreakfast.com. Oh, or yes. Something. Yeah. So we decided to use it and go to Napa. I think it was our anniversary or our first Valentine's Day mm-hmm. together or something. And we were in this bed and breakfast. And I was like, I'm going to. I had this like lingerie that I got from my bridal shower. I thought I you were going to say, say my brother. mom or uh, something. Uh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I, I got this lingerie brother. from my mother. <laughs> oh, she had gosh. given it she to me. She passed it down. Yeah. It uh, was her it mother's be, mother's. Uh, as it, uh, recent episodes, we heard of uh, Bo's mother showing him pictures of herself in like lingerie. Oh, being like, okay, we yeah, don't I need know. to. Okay, yeah, anyway, this is fucker. Yeah. Wow, I know. Um, no, it was. I got it from my brother. It was a French maid, and I was like, I'm gonna wear it and create this whole alter ego named yeah. Bianca, and she's a French maid, and she says, Monsieur, <laughs> Monsieur, your wife is going to return. Oh my God! I just <laughs> got a. I literally just got a hard on. I'm just, no, I'm just. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So I sent. We were in a bed and breakfast. So like a house, right? Pretty much. And so I was Somebody's like, somebody's Nana's house. Yeah. yeah. Someone's yeah. bed and like a bowl of cornflakes on the yeah. floor or something. <laughs> and I was like, so there's no. Cl- my whole thing was like, I'm gonna hide in the closet. And oh then when he comes gosh. back, so I sent him downstairs. I was like, can you go get me one of those chocolates? And he was like, seriously, because it was. It was about to like go down, you know, and I was like, can you go get me some of those chocolates? And so I was like, okay. And then I quickly, I think actually we went to dinner. I wore the French maid lingerie under right. my dress. Okay. Right. Yep. So I was like, quick change. And then I'm going to hide in the closet. And then I'm going to be like, hello. She wore like a really skinny dress, but then the, the French maid was like ruffly <laughs> in every way, just sticking yeah. out of every. Like or, Minnie Mouse. Or I was going to picture like a green, like J. Crew sweater or something. Like no. something very I like. I think it was a dress. Oh, a dress. Okay, pretty okay, sure it was a dress. And like we went wine. I, I think I wore it wine tasting. It was like up my butt the whole time. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to send him out. And then I like, I'll knock on the door and be like, housekeeping. Hello. (laughs) But there was no closet in there, but there was like this bureau thing. Oh my God. So yeah. So I got in the bureau, which was like, I'm five, eight. The bureau was like five feet. So I was like crouched. (laughs) Oh my God. You didn't see you neck up. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was in there and he walks in and I go, hello. Or maybe I didn't even say it. He goes, oh, my God. If you're in that thing right now. (laughs) 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 I came out and I was like, hello. And he just couldn't get past the fact that it was. And I was like, stop it, monsieur. Your wife is going to return. And I just kept like I wouldn't break character and he just couldn't stop laughing and then i, I, I like, would have laughed i, I would have like laughed throwing himself on the bed laughing yeah and i was like and i was just so committed to it that he was just like okay all right uh, this is so fine sweet. This i'll is so fuck sweet. you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then i got like all butt hurt that i was like I, d- you did? I threw oh, it That was the only time that we tried. And I was like, never again. What if that's how you got pregnant with Miles? Like, that was the night. Yeah, that was the night. And he came out like, wee wee. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it works, Meryl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I just had a random moment. Remember when we were sitting in the dressing room and you were opening up for 
wait, it's not Louis Armstrong. Louis Anderson. Oh, Louis Anderson, And yeah. he, like, came in wearing, like, a Kirkland Costco yes. outfit. And Lauren and I were just sitting there, and all of a sudden, like, Louis Anderson comes in and started, like, gushing to Lauren about her stuff. It was so and sweet. I know. It really was. I, d- I don't know why. I, I think that was, him. like, a year ago. I love him. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, it was almost exactly a year. I think it was February of last year. Yeah. And he was, so like, so kind. And I was like, you watched my videos? And he's like, she's, he's like, isn't she so talented? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so she cool. Because you get to see behind the scenes, too, because you opened with, uh, like, for a ton of great people and you get to see kind of like what people are like and then i am so proud of you for the arsenio hall thing so oh yeah he liked yeah. so okay tell so that it's that's really right yeah so the arsenio i opened for arsenio hall um gosh 2007 yeah so like almost a year ago yeah and uh, i opened for him and this was my first like club appearance since i had had a baby so it was like february he was born in september i had done a corporate gig in november but then i hadn't gone back on stage yet because i was like that point i was not sleeping at all and the thought of like going and like parking in west hollywood and like driving around looking for parking and then like paying five dollars for a meter and possibly getting a ticket and then getting three minutes of stage time where nobody was paying attention you sound like an old jewish lady right now it's like (laughs) we both are can you open for arsenio hall i'm gonna have to park and i gotta pay for parking (laughs) i gotta drive (laughs) all the way to west hollywood no i I just i I hadn't gone out and like done a mic or like done a show because i was like it's not worth it i need my sleep but yeah, so they asked me the american comedy company asked me to open for arsenio and i was like yeah i'm sure i'll get a few reps in before that did not and really? like they were i was like how much time do you want me to do and they were like probably like 10 to 12 while i'm driving down there the club owner called me and was like oh my god he wants you to do 25 and i was oh. like yeah and he was like can you do it you have to do it say you'll do it and I was like, <laughs> i'm doing it i'm doing it so i was like oh wow like not only is this my first time like back in front of an audience since yeah. i had a kid but like yeah. 25 minutes is a big difference with for an like, arsenio hall crowd yeah like, yeah like for what i prepared for so i ended up just like I probably had 20 minutes of art of material and just like I was like sashaying across the stage <laughs> in between jokes like stretching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like being like, what else? What else? And acting like I knew, you know, just what if you said what else? Like every 35 yeah, seconds. Right <laughs> Which some people do. Yeah, they, but they like do. at they an do. open mic, not yeah. like. Oh, so, yeah. So I it ended up going like pretty well. And my brother, who's seen me perform like a hundred times was like i think that's the best show i've ever seen you do you were like taking your time and like yeah. allowing things to breathe i was like oh that was me like stalling for time <laughs> but it went so You're well like i could do 12 minutes and then another 12 minutes yeah. of dead air <laughs> yeah. does that work he's like i really like that part the second I've, got part. A, I've got a solid 24 <laughs> here <laughs> i could just stand there um but no it went well and then he asked me to is manager asked me to come open for him for another theater show up in thousand oaks after oh, that. That's which nice. is so yeah. cool and it's like less about the celebrity names and more about i'm just so proud that like all these really awesome celebrities not even celebrities just like comedians that are like worth so much in the comedy world are yeah. like that just should go to show you all the time that it's like yeah. to keep going because it's like when you have arsenio hall who probably has like a really high level of degree for his openers and people around him like her enough to like have her open up once but then also have her open up again like that's just like a sign that it I don't yeah know. that was a definitely a very like because i had taken a couple months off the last i was i had done a set like two weeks before my son was born in september but then i hadn't really been on stage much for like four or five months and i kind of was like maybe i don't do stand up anymore Maybe I'm just yeah. done with that chapter in my life. And like, I don't know. I'm never going to sleep again. Do I really want to like get <laughs> on stage and waste that precious time? And then like 
those two comedians just like serendipitously the same week I got asked to open for them after like no one asking me to do a show in like That's four awesome. months. That's awesome. And I was like, Oh, like not even just like, Hey, can you come do like the chuckle hut, uh, treasure chest, like whatever random bar show. It was can like, I just tell you that the chuckle hut as a name, <laughs> I think just it nice. sounds just absolutely depressing. Yeah, it, it was probably like <laughs> chuckle in Omaha. ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out to the Chuckle Hut. We've got a <laughs> great show for you tonight. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting asked to do both of those and like both of them needed to see. They were like, both places were like, "Do you have a video of your like stand up that they can watch?" And I was like, "Oh God!" Uh, like hey, again, it goes back to the dork chills. I'm like, I do, but I hate everything I have, but it's all I have, so I'll send it out. And mm-hmm. they both approved me, and I was like cool first step like got approved by both of them and then they both said really nice things mm. so i was like of course i didn't remember that until you just said it i think many people should give up on their dreams and aren't good enough <laughs> but not you I, i'm always just like no you are worth it i could name like 12 musicians right now that i'm like like here's a bank of america name dog. Like, them. <laughs> yeah no, I won't, but no meryl's <laughs> always like she, i definitely think she believes in me more than i believe in myself i do i really do <laughs> she, <does>. <laughs> <laughs> she always is like reminding me like nope uh, absolutely you have to do it no i will i said like because I think we both have been at the point of our career sometimes where we're just like, I think I'm just going to sell like doTERRA oil yeah, or yeah. like, <laughs> like, you know, and I just said, I will not have that for her. Like yeah. I just won't, oh, I will yeah. sabotage any business that she ever has. <laughs> I will like, I will call the better business bureau and like ruin every other job that she has oh, because it has funny. to be, it has yeah. to be that way. You're like the opposite of my mother. <laughs> Your mom's like, candles are like selling well this year. Like, please She's do. She's like, just do what jennifer's doing and sell those leggings oh god oh, see that, no, that's like other that's for other people uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all right you two so then it's time finally we've just got uh, time for just a little bit s'more see my boo and my bow and now it's time for a little bit s'more so this is the part of the show where we ask our viewers or ourselves like if there's anything they're totally into right now movies books Television, music, people, whatever. You got anything going on? Can it be another podcast? Sure, of course. It's called Atlanta Monster. Okay. And it's about these... I didn't know anything about them. I think they happened in the late 70s, early 80s, these murders of African-American kids. and a Really? A couple like young adults. Um, but it was like basically this thing that was happening where like you were as they had curfews and if you were a kid you were it was like the literal boogeyman like kids were going missing and being killed like like hunted with like they'd be with a group of their friends and then like a car would come up to them they'd split and then like one of them would oh my up gosh shut up saying yeah so this is about like it's about the backstory on all of that oh i want this right now atlanta monster, we'll listen to atlanta monster. it's about a, the backstory on all of that it's about a guy who actually got arrested that it's very questionable whether or not he did any of it. Then there's all these other stories about who it could have been. Wow. Whether there's conspiracies with like the FBI mm-hmm. or Have you heard of Pizzagate? I'm I just kidding. I'm joking. Pizzagate. We bring it up on almost every episode. my ears, yeah. They there is like something similar to I was going to say cuz they could be oh like boy. sending them to sex trafficking yeah. or There was yeah. a, there was a, a ring like a house yeah. that they wonder if it was part of that that was yeah. being covered up that possibly some law enforcement were involved oh with what was goodness. going on. Yeah, but like they interview all these people that grew up in Atlanta that were like, oh yeah, I remember there was like a news thing that would come out. It would be like, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your child is? And it was like this whole thing about like parents oh my being gosh, like, terrifying. and then there's yeah. just one guy who's stealing all his children. Like, I do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know where those children are. Oh, Lauren man. and I should eat both not 
watch or listen to that much true crime stuff because yeah. we are like oh the gosh. most scaredy cat. Like if we say goodbye to each other at night and walk to our cars, I'm like, we're both like watching. Like, you're good. You're good. You're good. Like, I feel like I've, it's uh, terrifying. I get so scared. I know. I I'm like addicted sc- to yeah. it. I get scared too. And every time I go to a hotel, I'm staying in a hotel. It's always like forensic files. And it's like yeah. the same guy's creepy voice. I'm watching it at 4 a.m. I fall asleep. Yeah. I wake up to that guy's voice going like, and then they cut her head off. It's like, oh my uh, god, I can't sleep. I know. It's and awful. Then, like, I do the thing where I'll do this in a hotel room and I'll do it in my own house. Where like, I'm convinced there's definitely someone in there. Yeah, me too. But like, I need to them to know that I know. So I'm gonna open up all the doors, <laughs> me too. And throw back the curtain, yeah. and I'm like, then what? <laughs> like, I've exposed uh, them, but I have no weapon or like plan yes. that I, I just need them to know that they didn't get me in like, my yeah. car yesterday there was a napkin surprise and I'm just like what if someone's like under this napkin yeah. and like, I'm like it is like a, like a three by three inch napkin and Meryl. I'm like so what really yes you're a crazy person in, in my car I'm always like someone's hiding yeah like that's like a given I'm like someone's yeah. back there uh well where can people go find your stuff uh, I am very important, so I have the in front of my name on like all of my uh, handles. Like T H E E. T H E, yeah. Oh, the e. Lauren O'Brien. Okay, O'Brien is spelled with I E N. Um, <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, it's at the Lauren O'Brien, and then Facebook. I could give you that, but I don't put anything up. Okay. Follow yeah. her on Instagram because I love her. Yeah, I'm gonna start being a lot better yes. with being consistent about putting up videos, new impressions. Maybe the French like maid's gonna come out for a video. Yeah, maybe oh, Bianca. I hope so. I hope mm-hmm. so. Why not? Full regale. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. If you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please rate and review us on iTunes.